Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we do encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review us on the Apple Podcast app, on SoundCloud, on Amazon Music, on YouTube Music, on Spotify, because we don't know what you do on do over there. Um, what else? Where else are we at? We everywhere. They ain't never there. Everywhere. <laughs> The the F is for foreign. Hey. Hey. Gotta mark that passport up. <laughs> Dad, people are addicted to that passport shit, bro. Another status symbol. Let me tell you, I've had my passport for I think like seven years. It has one stamp in it. And it's an annoying stamp because they didn't even put it on the first page. She just found a random page and stamped it. And I was like, She did that to me too. I was like, what the what the f- Fucking OCD is all, all, all off whack permanently now. Like, I had it open to, like, hey, you can step right here. Flip it to some Random step in the back. Now shit all gonna be out of order. You just got one? I thought you had two. Oh, no, no, you, nah, I just got one. That other one don't count. I mean, it counts as leaving the country, but they don't, they don't you know. The I, I keep forgetting. Step your passport. Yeah. Anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to get straight to it like we used to do back in 2016. We used to get straight to it, boy. Get right to it this this episode is uh dedicated to haspola we ain't dedicated episode episode to haspola yet i think that's disrespectful man he deserves the episode that's what god he does he deserves the episode man he deserves all the good things that's coming to him you know how, how people shout out people that don't be listening to they to their shit yeah shout out haspola haspola he 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 deserves it though he deserves it that guy is he, he's living an amazing life, bro. He just, every time you see him, he's smiling, bro. That's that's how I'm trying to be. Every just time you see me, I'm smiling. I might not be in a lot of pictures, but when you see me in person, I want to be smiling. I want to be smiling, bro. Look, man, I guess since we get into this, uh, it's probably weird dedicating an episode with this title, but at the end of the day, I think I think if uh, Hasbulla understood 99% of what we were saying, I think he would respect the fact that this 10 minutes of death gets straight to the point. And um, if you've listened to 10 Minutes of Death before, we have a part one that is out there. And um, it was uh, sort of experimental, but for the sake of the time constraints that we're undergoing right now, we just want to touch on five trending topics. I'm going to give one. Jay going to get one. And more than likely, it, it, it'll be a 10-minute discussion and maybe less. You know, some of them obviously gonna be less because sometimes you, you, like we were just talking about on the, before we got on here, sometimes that phone call could have just been an email. And, and some of these topics, like some people, don't deserve your time. They they don't, don't deserve, deserve your whole minutes. They don't deserve these ten minutes. So to start it off, I you want me to throw ten minutes on the clock? Yeah, I'm looking at the same time too. I'm trying to use my common sense, just looking at the, my digital at the bottom. I mean, we can do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we go. Full effects in or something later. Oh yeah, my bad. Do you got some? You got some shit that you want to mess with? No, I get my producer back. I got some ideas. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, 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 okay. Shout out Hollywood Cole. Let me see some man. Uh, That's what's producer name he goes by now. Apparently. Oh, okay, cool. I I fuck with it. You fuck with JID? Yeah, yeah. Uh Oh. He be sounding like Kendrick sometimes. But uh, anyways. 
Okay, so my my first topic is the hot topic. To me, it's the hot topic because it 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 goes into so many things. Um, Andrew Cobra Tate. Um, he's pretty much going, and I think we talked about this in the group chat two or three weeks ago. I said he's going to get banned from all from all social media. I said this, you know, um, it's, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing impressive to predict. It was obvious. Pretty much anything he posted was getting reported heavily. Um, I know for a fact his YouTube content was starting to fill up with trolls even more. And the reality is this dude has been around for a minute. He was around before Kevin Samuels. Um, he was he was. I'm not going to say he was around before Kevin Samuels in the sense of he's been doing it longer than Kevin Samuels, but I know for a fact that he had more of a name for himself in the manosphere before Kevin Samuels. I mean, there were many people that were more popular than Kevin Samuels, but all it takes is that viral moment. Um, And I'm not even sure what his viral moment was. I just think that he's, he's just the next fall guy. But since Kevin Samuels is gone and I'm like, it's interesting because uh, I'm not even sure if he identifies as black. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm, I mean, I think he's mixed, but uh, you know, I, the crazy thing is, he's always been a character like he is. He's always been comical. Almost sent, it almost seemed like he was he's, he was trolling, which a lot of people that produce YouTube content have a tendency to to do that sort of like the um the Paul brothers uh they were the ones that went to the suicide forest right yeah yeah i mean it's it's all about grabbing attention in the most toxic way and once you master that and once you realize that gets you your clicks that's what you're going to go for and i think that that's what he went that's what he went for when he pretty much got into youtube and and it worked for him and it just happened to be that and since Kevin Samuels was no longer there to be that buffer uh, between between um, between most people that are in the manosphere. For people that don't know what the manosphere is, it's 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 pretty much something that um, spewed from the men men's right activist movement, and a lot of it really comes from uh, men that are fighting in divorce court or family court, uh, the family court, divorce court. Men that are, you know, just trying to establish, you know, equal rights as far as, once again, like I said, paternity. And it's just a, it's to combat what feminism has become. But men, the men's right activist movement, MRA, they've been around for a minute. And I know one of the, one of the founders technically is the woman that, that read that book, that wrote that book, Sex Strike. I keep forgetting her name. It is Sex Strike though, right? Uh, is it Sex Strike or is it Marriage Strike? Marriage strike. Yeah, I, 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 I wanted. I've read it though. Well, you you told me to read it. I, I read it. It was pretty good. Yeah. And marriage strike. I know it got it got kind of popular when uh Ti posted something about it about four or five years ago. But you know before that book that book had been out before that. But um, long story short, man, what's happening to him is only entertaining to people that feel that. If you don't have something, if, if whatever you're saying is something I don't agree with, you should be canceled, which is downright fascism. You you have you have taken on a position of, I mean, you're a dictator. You've taken on a position of my platform is only for what what I for this position. If you don't represent this position, 
we're going to erase you. I mean, that's pretty much what happened to Jesus. I ain't comparing them to Jesus, but once you get to the point where they want to crucify you and eliminate you, you got to know that you said something pretty important. It's crazy because it seems like it used to be if you don't like the message, ignore the messenger. Mm -hmm. And it's like we've 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 transitioned to the point where it's like if you don't like the message, you're destroying the messenger and actually building the messenger up even more. And I, I would liken this to even a Takashi 6ix9ine. Like, you know, there was so much hatred towards him, his antics and his music, but the attention you gave him was fuel. So when you give Andrew Tate this attention, it's fuel. And even to to go to the extent of banning this man from Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, it's like, are you looking at this message simply because you don't agree with it? Because if that's the case, then if you don't agree with flat earthers, you got to get them the fuck out of here. If you don't believe, and, and like you said, it's slippery slope because you're going to have a population that doesn't, that's not pro-choice. You're going to have a population that's not pro-life. And so when you look at the, 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 the top execs of these companies, whatever side they lean on, you can clear everybody else the fuck out. Can't you? Because they don't support your ideologies. So basically what 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 I'm what I'm what to wrap it up is like, is freedom of speech really free? I mean, he's not saying hey man, go kill all women. Hey, you should rape and pillage all women. He might be saying, hey, women should be submissive. He might say, you know, if if my son, if I have a son, you know, he's gonna be training, he's gonna be, you know, a, a physical specimen because that's who I am. Because, I mean, what father doesn't want to see, you know, his son and him? I don't see any of that as being harmful. If he's given his experience, man, I've dealt with women like this, this, and this, and this is the way I treat them because, you know, this is how, how they've turned me into this person that I am. That's fine. But if he's not inciting violence, like a January 6th riot, or if he isn't, like, giving, you know, Charles Manson marching orders... What is wrong with what he's saying is misogynistic. Okay. A lot of these so-called feminists, I don't I, I knew you would know the word, but I don't know. Misandrist. <laughs> Misandrist, you know, a lot of that information is is is, is on that line or in across that line. I'd say but their you, shit is more violent. It's a lot more violent. It's a lot. We don't need men for nothing. Men are why everything is wrong with this world. Like I can go to TikTok and probably in less than five minutes, I can find you at least one video. You know, saying that men should be put on the island and starved to death. Yeah, straight up. I'm telling you, the extermination of men is something that they preach quite often. You'll never, you, you, I've never heard people that derive from the MRA movement um, preaching the enslavement of women or the extermination of women, because on that end of the spectrum, you're more likely to hear men admit that they need women. On the other hand, it, they're really le they're way less likely to say that they need men. They just want men at the like you know. I mean, and, and a lot of men I know for a fact they've heard that personally. I've heard it personally multiple times. Like, oh, I want you. I don't need you. And that's to me that mindset is very toxic. Whether you have convinced yourself that that is true and there's no debating it, that's fine. But nine times out of ten, you're 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 chronically single. And you're alone with your cats and your dogs and your plants because you don't need a man. That's fine. That's a choice you make. But 
the last thing I'm going to say is, because this is one topic we could have went on with forever, but I don't want to hog it. I'm just going to say what they're doing is actually radicalizing young men. Because when you ban this man and you make it make it hard for people to get to him, they're going to find a way. Because I've like I've been saying for years, ideals are bulletproof. It's already out there. The message is already out there. You ban it. All you're going to do is make people more curious. What they're doing is dangerous and it's actually more harmful to women because it's going to make these young men that even maybe these young men that looked at, Co- at, at, at Andrew Tate was like, oh, he kind of tripping. But once he gets fully banned, a lot of them are going to realize, man, he actually was right. And the other people that have got him banned are now my enemy. And real quick, uh, like I seen this this post where they said um, a lot of men wasn't rocking with Kevin Simpson until he started bashing black women and then they got on board. But when he was just solely bashing black men, he he wasn't getting that attention. It's like, no, actually, a lot of women didn't start paying him mind until he started saying that women need to do better. A lot of men would say, oh, right, you know, I do need to do better. I do need to, you know, understand that I need to be on this scale of of weight financial or or whatever if that's the kind of woman that i want to attract but when he started telling women the same thing that's truly when he blew up and he blew up because of women i think you even said it once that you see more posts about women referring to kevin samuels than you see men doing men 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 for men when when kevin samuels a lot was alive i think men were scared to post anything kevin samuels related once he blew up anyways it's your turn so that post I sent you where where it was the, the, the screenshot of, of a text conversation where it said, oh, I had a dream that you cheated on me. And the oh, guy, shit, here we go. He responded, here we go. Yeah. It's 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 funny that and I and I was thinking about this when I seen it, because, you know, dreams are, are typically associated with good things, nightmares, bad things. So, you know, that was a nightmare for a woman. She woke up and took what was in the dream world and brought it into reality and, you know, giving you you know, a hundred questions about a dream that she had. Like, you know, I have no control over what your dream state is, your subconscious, anything like that, but you brought it into to real life about this nightmare that you've had. And now you're you're accusing me of stuff that I may or may not have done. But I also take it to a step where, you know, if I personally have a good dream, I wake up in a good spirit. Like I wake up in a good mood. I was like, oh, dude, that was a good ass dream. You know, I, I'm, you know, my my spirit is high. So knowing that you, you know, you kind of, you know, know a little bit about dreams. I'm not going to say you, you're an expert or anything. You're just a jack of all trades, a master of none. As a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking hate that. As a man, why do you X, Y, Z? As a man, how many nightmares do you bring into your reality? Well, it's funny that you ask. Because uh, <laughs> this is random, sort of. But the other day, uh, it was it was Thursday. My son had a dream that somebody stole my car. And it was so random that he told me that. I was like, he was like, yeah, I had a dream. Your car got stolen. And then the next day, you know what happened. The car mm-hmm. broke down. It was just weird. And um, which that was costly, but it was worth it anyways. But when he told me about that dream, I really didn't think anything of it. My my response was maybe you just you just kind of worried about my car, which is which is fine. My car is old. For people that are listening, shit, I got one hundred ninety five thousand miles on my car, pushing it for two hundred. This is something Jay will never accomplish. Um, 
other than that, I've, I've I've hit six digits before. Oh, really? I've I've, I've been I, I think I've been as high as one fifteen. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But um, I mean, to answer your question, I I respect dreams for what they are. That's why I have a dream book. I think I I do take value in in a good dream or a nightmare. Um, I don't let it run my 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 day, but I know that it meant something. And at least for the first two or three hours of the day, I may think about it. And obviously, like I said, I have a dream book. So I go look at it, see what it means, just so I can have a better understanding of myself and what I'm probably burying deep down inside. But I'm a firm believer in my actions create my day. You know what I'm saying? My decisions create my day. Yeah, my thoughts do as well. So long story short, I mean, I I do what I need to do throughout my day. And um I'm not going to say it's trivial, but nothing as subtle as a dream is going to run my day. But uh, obviously a good dream is better because you wake up in good spirit and um, you just feel like nothing can go wrong. But as you know, man, you can plan a pretty picnic. But you can't predict the weather. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> and, and, and to me, I take it from the perspective of like if I have a nightmare, I try to source it. You know, hey, I had been thinking about this person heavily, but heavily before or, you know, I watched something before I went to sleep or I read something and, you know, it slipped into my subconscious. And that's that's where it's coming from. Rarely do I have dreams where I'm like, oh, you know, I dreamt something bad happened and then something, you know, I carried it into my day. And then I was like, oh, that's the bad thing that came from my dream. Like, you know, trying to knot them together like that. And, and not to be like two Kevin Gadians or anything like that. I feel like I have when I have those deja vu moments, I feel like they're more extended than than the typical. Oh, this this feeling right here. It might be, you know, two hours where I feel like I'm, I've lived this before and I feel like I'm living it again. So I don't I don't typically associate the, that to dreams, but feelings. Like I could I could have had a, a a feeling in a dream or something, and like oh, this feeling that I'm experiencing right now is is almost that exact feeling because I feel like you know you can be there's levels to happiness, levels of sadness, you know all these things. So I might have a dream where I you know I was extremely happy, and then something happens in my life and it's like oh this this feeling is so familiar. Like I had to have been here before, and it might have been in a subconscious dream state. Same thing with a nightmare, like. You know, you dreamt somebody cheated on you and you know that feeling. And then, you know, you get into a situation where you had that anxiety or something and you looking over at your significant other. And it's like, who else you fucking like, you know, sometimes that shit happens. But to me, I'm, I've always been uh, one of those. The truth will come to the light, people. So if you if you if you're doing dirt behind my back, it's going to come. It's going to come out eventually. Somehow, some way. And I, I feel like if I, I'm doing dirt behind somebody's back, it's always going to come out somehow, some way. And so when when people say, oh, I had this this nightmare that you were cheating on me, you know, where was you at last Tuesday? And and, you you know, you always mention this person. Who is this person? Actually, you know, what do y'all what's y'all's relationship? You know, this is and this is like you're going looking for something that you don't want to find. And it may not even be something that is associated with cheating, but it's going to be something that's like. Oh, I can I can jump to a conclusion based on the information that you provided me, so that I'll be right, so I'll be uh, strong and wrong instead of you strong know strong and wrong. <laughs> instead of just just you know, hey, that was a that was a moment, you know, a bad dream. I I watched the show, seen a movie, something, and then it's it's, it's buried nothing. in there. It's buried you, in you, there you, subconscious. You turn nothing into something. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I believe in that telekinetic string that people have between each other. And uh, for people that don't know, I mean, you you know what it means when you when when you drink when you having a dream and somebody appears in your dream. You know you know the myth behind that, right? No. That means that somebody that person's thinking about you. So if that person is thinking about you deeply or worried about you, or like you said, you know, maybe they're feeling guilty about something, or it could be something good that you you on their you, they're you're on their mind. Then that telekinetic string comes to life, and a lot of times when you dream, you'll dream about them, and a lot of, you might not even be thinking about that person. You're like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, a lot of people, I mean, most people know, some people don't. All it takes is a snapshot of a person. You could be in a grocery store and see a person for a split second, and they're gonna be in your dream. That's just how it works, and because uh, the human mind is just crazy like that. But you know, one of the weird things I probably believe in is that telekinetic string. So um, that's just something else to think about when you have one of those dreams where you, you're trying to figure out why, why is this happening and you can't find it in a dream book. You think about it deeply. Nothing comes up about, the, you know, nothing really comes out of the day of, well, maybe that person reaches out to you that day and then you, you, you feel like, oh shit, but you forget that, you know what I'm saying? You had a dream about them. Like shit like that happens, man. It's, it's dreams are fun. Dreams are fun, but they shouldn't be used as a weapon. You shouldn't charge somebody up about a dream. Like, come on. Long story short, dreams are dreams. You did that to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dreams are more. And and that's why people are venturing off into psychology, venturing off more and more into the human mind. And you're starting to hear more psychological buzzwords out there because the human mind is very fascinating. And. Whether you apply modern science, pseudoscience, you know, uh, old Greek philosophical science, like no matter what you apply, you you never know, man. It's it's. I don't really feel like in that area it's a lot of right and wrong, but for the most part, consistently across the board, the subconscious is definitely the root of a person's dream. Like it's shit that. It, it's it's shit that you wouldn't even think was bothering you anymore that will appear in a dream and you'd be like damn that's still something but once again a lot of people a lot of people's dreams are fuzzy and by the time the middle of the day happens you ain't worried about that dream no more if nah. you're a person like me or or even remember it at that point exactly and and most dreams are very hard to remember um so speaking of speaking of psychology uh, I know, I know, we've been joking in the group chat or whatever about becoming a licensed therapist. It, it, to become a licensed therapist has—I don't know if the modern being is just not mature enough to venture into that role. But with the with the with the growth of social media, it just seems like to me. A certain group of people just shouldn't venture off into certain professions, and I think therapy is one of them. I mean, I would even, I would, it's, it's a lot of careers right now that to me have become an embarrassment based on the fact that I find social media as a whole to be childish. And what this woman did on Twitter. Um, I don't remember her name, and I hate I'm going to do this, but I'm just going to say this black woman that is a, a licensed therapist 
I don't believe she works for I don't believe she has her own practice. I believe she has she works for a firm. And the reason I think this topic is important for our people, for our community specifically, is because I'm going to ask you, Jay. What do you think in modern times is grounds for termination as far as social media usage? Because we all know pretty much every profession now, I would say most professions in the corporate world, they have their standards and how you want to, how they want you to carry yourself. Mm -hmm. So let me clear up my question. Do you think that it's right to do that? Do you think that personal life and as far as social media and your jobs can even, should even coincide? Do you think that they should have any degree of power over that? I think, I think there should be a, a definite separation. Like, like you, you brought up that she belonged to a firm, correct? Yes. So if you, if you go out there and say, you know, as a therapist of XYZ firm, or, you know, you have you, where you work at in your handle and all these other things where people can say, oh, are these the views that, you know, are shared by your firm or are these your own personal views? And I think if, if, if they're your personal views, I think, again, back to the whole freedom of speech, you should be OK to say what you want. But if I say, oh, as a, a, a finance person working at such and such and such, here are the top 10 things you should do or the top 10 things you shouldn't do. Or if I just start trashing my job and I'm letting everybody know exactly where I work at. Yeah, you should be fired. I can't go in here and say, hey, I work at United Bank and United Bank trash. They robbing y'all niggas. They stealing your money. They doing this, this and this and this. And then expect and United Bank got us if everybody has a social media team. Every, every, everybody has one. So don't think, oh, I didn't even know the police have a social media team. So don't even think that, you know, your company doesn't have a social media team. And, oh, I didn't think, you know, they knew I was on social media. Or that, and, that, and that, Yeah, well, you say they name, they gonna hear it. So in that aspect, hey, if you get out there and you misrepresenting the people that pay you, they have the right to not pay you. Now, if you operate independently and, you know, this is what I do and, you know, I work for myself, I do this for this and this and this, your brand is the only brand you're representing. But if you if you represent another brand, then I hate to say it, but, you know, you get your just do. If if my child is out there and they wilding, I can't say, oh, that's, that's just some wild ass kid. No, that's my kid. And I'm going to be their ass because they out there wilding and you're a representation wilding. of me. Yeah, yeah. And this and, and, and obviously this goes back to the Andrew Tate situation, because me personally, I, I don't want to see her banned. Her name is um, is, is at unusually Bree and she's on Twitter. And for those of you that, you know, know about this situation, the reason she made the video was because um, she saw that article about men being lonelier now which we talked about that offline. And I said, I think that that's just a propaganda piece to make to make women in general feel like what they're doing is um, the, the because the immediately when I saw that post, it was it was it was um, it was followed by, oh, because we we we've raised our standards now, men ain't shit, blah, blah, blah. And it's like uh, you you may feel good about this. But the reality is a, a lot of a lot of men that I know personally 
the loneliness that you the, the the term lonely and like the way y'all are phrasing it it's not it's not really what you think it is i mean the the reality is everybody knows the dating market is quote unquote ghetto like everybody likes to say so it when i read when i see that article all it's saying to me is if men are are, are alone at alarming rates women would have to be alone at alarming rates too who else are they with <laughs> like and i mean as far as you know, even if they're with each other, yeah, like, because because once again, it's that's that's why I know that this is a propaganda piece. And her, she doesn't, she shouldn't have been fired, in my opinion. She doesn't deserve to be banned or anything like that. I think she deserves to be reprimanded and and reminded of the standards that the the firm may have. Be like, hey, if your clients are ninety percent black males. You need to think about something. How did these black males find you? You know how they found you? Because another person, possibly a black woman, told them to go get therapy. They came to you to get therapy, and then you pretty much destroyed them, called them dusty. Now, and then you're saying that they're not emotionally available. Okay, they they sought out emotional availability by coming to a therapist that was nine that was more than likely recommended to them by a black woman or a black person at least. So them trying to 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 go out of their comfort zone to to share their feelings to 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 be emotional, they call dusty bitch ass niggas. That's not emotionally available. It's like damn, what am I even doing here then? I can't do no. I can't do anything right. You know what? Fuck this shit. Fuck the therapy. I'm gonna just say to myself, "What? What? What? That call of duty at? All right, cool. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? What, like, what a microphone. Let me start a podcast. Let me, you know, and and let me go to the gym. <laughs> and and I mean this in the nicest way possible. I'm telling you, and this is for men. I don't care how the women feel. I keep telling y'all, dudes, don't listen to women in regards to your feelings. I'm just being honest. I mean. It, the, the the women friends that I have, I mean they 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 could they could be offended by it, but the reality is it's no malice towards them at all. It's just that I don't try to tell you how to feel. Don't try to tell me how to feel. I'm gonna figure out with my guys. I'm gonna figure out with my people that I respect. It could be a woman. It could be a woman that's 80 years old that I respect highly that's giving me advice. But nine times out of ten, I'm not listening to any of y'all, especially the y'alls that are heavily influenced by social media, heavily influenced by modern culture in general. It's like a lot of y'all can't tell me nothing. A lot of I can't tell y'all nothing. So why am I not listening to y'all? So long story short, to bring it back to what I was saying in the beginning, I don't know what's going on in the therapy world, in the psychology world, but the human mind, once again, is very, very fascinating. There is not a one-way fix-all. It's not. But the one thing that I know for a fact that works is trial and error. You have to try things. That's why I always recommend the basic things that I learned when I was just in college psychology 101. Journaling, venting, you know, finding different copes, going to the gym, admitting your wrongs, following your passions. Don't make brash decisions when you're mad. Don't make brash decisions when you're overly excited. Just the basics. Let's let's get to the basics before we start running to these medical clinicians that are paid 
they're paid to tell you certain things. And a lot of them, they may have radical ways of, of guiding you into the light. Some of them, they may stick to the script. But either way it goes, you are responsible for yourself. Self-accountability is at an all-time low right now in society. And the more we increase the the mindset of people being more accountable for, for themselves, and, and going to therapy is taking accountability, but going to Bree probably ain't the smart choice. Just, what a, what a, what a thing is if I go to therapy and you know again we're that we're in the age where knowledge is at our fingertips if I go to therapy and then I you know just happen to be bored and I Google my therapist names to see you know the reviews and I come across her newsfeed and she has a video that's even remotely similar to something that I talked to her in confidence about. <laughs> like you said, fuck it, I'm going back to Call of Duty. I'm going to the gym. I'm you know I'm. I opened up and then, you know, you used me to, to poke fun at me. Like, that's not that's not what I'm here for. Yeah. And even to the extent of, of you say, you know, don't let uh, somebody you say, don't let women tell you how to feel. I say, don't let the opposite sex tell you because that whole, like I said, as a man or somebody saying as a woman. And this is something Andrew Tate would say a lot. You know, as a woman, you should be doing X, Y, and Z. You've never been a woman, so you can't speak for every woman. You can say, hey. This as a as the type of woman I like would do X Y Z. The type of man I want should do X Y Z. Somebody told me one time that um I'm such a female when it comes to words. And I said, what do you mean? You let words hurt you. And I think you even told me it's like we use words to communicate. That's how that's how we let people know how we feel and what we think. We don't just do a lot of grunts and moans like babies cry, but when they start using words, they tell you they're hungry. That's why. Word when people say they hate you and fuck you, it means something. And when the same way people say, I love you, will you marry me? I do mean something. We use words to communicate. So to say you're 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 such a female about words makes zero sense. Especially coming from in a the female English language. or it came from a male. Coming coming from a coming from a woman. A woman mm-hmm. told me that I'm such a female when it comes to words. Because you say hurtful things, and I was like, that's hurtful. <laughs> I'm just supposed to let you talk to me any kind of way and then just be like, oh, well, you know, words, words are words. How'd it go? Six and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Oh, no, fuck that shit. (laughs) Fuck that. Words, if used the right way, will pierce your skin. They will be weaponized and they will pierce your skin. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of self hate. And and your your psyche. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I think we went a little bit over on that one, but uh, that's a hot topic. It needed to be said. Yeah, yeah. So again, on on the on the on the social content space, the 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 multiverse, I seen where these where a group of women were talking about this is exactly why a man should pay for their dates, and she goes, "Oh, my makeup, my skincare routine costs me six hundred fifty dollars every every three months. It costs a hundred dollars for my mani and pedi, and I got to get that every two weeks." I'm getting laser hair removal on on my hoo ha, and that cost me, you know, two hundred and fifty dollars every session. And <laughs> this whole list of superficial things that all goes into what they feel makes them attractive, or what they feel is the reason that you even ask them out on a date to begin with. So therefore, since they're doing all of this quote unquote self care, self maintenance, that is why you are obligated to pay for basically their time and their presence because it's expensive 
to be a woman and it's cheap to be a man apparently i mean that's why you got more women trying to be dykes these days <laughs> hey man. All right, what was your next topic big dog because <laughs> It's like you ain't it you're not in reality dog even when dudes start messing with other dudes they a lot of them still stay dudes like they still finna have a male swag but when when women transition over transition over to the stud world they start you know simplifying things they start dressing like males and there's no need for makeup anymore. They just going to get faded up now. Probably got braids now. They simplify their lives. It kind of makes sense. I ain't knocking y'all. But um, to the point, <laughs> I'm going to just go this route. Look, man, y'all dudes hear this. Y'all hear y'all seeing this online all, all the time, going 50-50 and blah. Look, man, that's city girl talk. If you don't want to have to worry about this type of stuff, <laughs> don't mess with a city girl. Find you a, 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 a chick that's that's from a small country town that's, you know, not really hip to the culture like that. And she not really trying to follow the modern vibe. Because nine times out of ten, if she's deep, 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 deep deeply connected to the modern vibe, she's going to hurt your pockets. She's going to be looking at you to take care of her dying time by 10 because she really can't take care of herself or she's trying to live above her means. Look, I'm going to be the first one to tell you, hey, y'all could do all that shit that y'all want to do to make yourself look good. If you don't look that good and you got to do all that shit to look better, that's fine. Like, hey, do what you got to do. It's a market out here. You got to you got to do whatever it takes to make yourself appealing, especially for women that are that are aging out. They're getting older and they they got to do whatever it takes to be able to, you know, bag, you know, get their bag, quote unquote, that city girl shit. Find you a woman. Like you was just saying earlier that <laughs> respects you, because if she respects you, she going to respect the type of money you make. She going to respect the fact that your money is for you to take care of yourself. Her money is for her to take care of herself. See, the one argument that I could give, I'm gonna always say this: is like, hey man, if I ask you out at all, I don't care what y'all crazy motherfuckers term it now, because I, I like I say I still don't know what a date is. <laughs> if, if I ask you out, whether you're a boy <laughs> or a girl, man or woman, if, if you kick it on my homeboy. If I ask you out, I don't mind putting a certain bill. Like, are we getting drinks? That's cool. I get around. You know what I'm saying? If we if we just kicking it, I don't mind spending money on myself having a good time. I don't feel like I'm being finessed. But if I go out and you have zero intentions to do anything on the monetary side and you invited me out, you wanted me to go out. That's the issue, cause I could have stayed my black ass at home, and turned on She-Hulk. Could have been in this whole watching She-Hulk, and you got me out here in these streets spending money, and you asked me out. You ain't got no money. Spending, spending extra money. I could have stayed at home and enjoyed the money I've already spent. <laughs> now you got me out here spending extra unnecessary money. Come on, man. House of Dragons just came out, bro. 
You got me out here in these streets doing what? Like, why am, I, why am I out here? You wanted me out of the house. And you have no money? You don't want to do anything with your money? You just expect me to take care of everything? And I ain't even want to come out? I came out because you were bored. That's that's when I have a problem. But like I said, if I invite you out, or even if it's mutual, we both free, and, and we, just, we just out, it shouldn't be a tug of war with who pays for something. That's when... Honestly, today, that's when I know that the connection is flawed. Because if you're just looking for a quick come up, you out here just trying to get you a free meal because you, 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 your, your paycheck not finna hit till midnight and you don't want to starve because you, you ain't got nothing for dinner. Like, that ain't my problem. You can starve all I care. Bro, and, that, and that's, that's, that's the perfect time when, when, you, when you go Dutch. If you know, if if I invite you to a place where not let's let's take it back to 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 the basics, I get called bougie quite often. I bet, and and I'm okay with that because <laughs> nobody is supplementing my lifestyle. It's it's, it's right. on me. You can afford nobody. It. No, I'm not going outside and saying, hey, you know, I want this Gucci bag and looking for a sponsor. It's on me. If I get it, it's on me. So in that same breath, if I invite you to a restaurant where the plate, the, the steak is going to be $60 as opposed to 25 or 30. And I know that that's not, you know, and I invited you out. I'm going to pick that up for a woman. N- niggas, y'all, if you decide to come, you still. You ain't got me, though. Come on. <laughs> I don't man. got you. I do not got your. I do not have your steak, sir. I do come not. On, I will man. not buy an entree for a man. Come on. Man. <laughs> not a $60 entree for a man. I might get, get your drink. But I'm rare? not buying your I will not buy your entree. Oh, man. And that medium rare needs to be cooked a little bit longer. But, <laughs> we gotta say that conversation for another day. Say, man, I, I I can't do medium rare. It just gotta be a you know a little more done. But all 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 that to say, if we go to a place and respect, effort, and empathy, things that I stand by, you know, I, I I will build my Kevin Samuels, Andrew Tate podium on respect, effort, and empathy if I were to ever get to that level. If we're both, if you respect me, the money I earn, I respect you and the money you earn, and we both throwing our cars down there trying to pick up the tab, that's when you just split the motherfucker. Just split it. That's fine. Just down the middle. You know, not, oh, I had, you know, I had the crab mac and cheese, and, and I had water, he had a couple of drinks. We'll just split it down the middle. Because that's that's respect that's respect of my money, that's respect of my time. And there's the effort that you're putting out to even challenge me and say, no, you know, I got this. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna let you eat this whole tab by yourself. And also the empathy, aka the understanding that, hey, this is kind of a hefty tab. I'd be a a fucking asshole if I just let this person pay for this and may not even attempt to assist. You know what? What was the meme where they have? Oh, it rings up one hundred and twenty-three dollars and twenty-seven cents, and your girl try to hand you twenty-seven cents, bruh, bruh. But you hit on some key words just now, dog. That, like I said, man, respect and empathy. Right now, in society, there is a, there is a. a I don't even. I can't even say it's a decline because I, because I, I, I couldn't pinpoint where it started, but we're very short on on lat, on the on the empathy. We're very short on the respect for one another, and I say that 
while segueing into the next topic of I don't see how a person that is a caring heart, a person that respects human life can hit one little bump in the road and take her car and drive it into six innocent people. Like, that is a moralless, soulless, callous individual that deserves the death, the death penalty, in my honest opinion. Because you couldn't deal with a little heartbreak. You decided, you know what? Other people have to hurt too. There's no empathy there. That person has no conscience. That's a sociopath. And I firmly believe, and I'm going to keep saying it, modern culture with social media being at the root is grooming a lot of sociopaths, a lot of psychopaths, a lot of narcissists. And, and, and nobody's really paying attention. We see these stories and we're just like, uh, you know, motherfuckers just crazy. No, nah, bro, that's a problem. I don't want to be in a world that feels like the, 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 the insane asylum just open the doors. Just let motherfuckers loose. Because that's some crazy shit to do, bro. That's some crazy shit to do. Man. <laughs> I don't know how, to, as a disclaimer, trigger warning. I don't know if we've had conversations about suicide on this podcast before. If you want to kill yourself, kill yourself. Just you. Don't come in here taking innocent people with you. Because that, that that was initially what I read. Oh, like you said, she couldn't handle some heartbreak. She wants to kill herself. She's just going to run a red light and, and do it. There are Bro, more efficient ways to kill yourself. Trigger warning, like you said. And you should do that alone. Those, those people had nothing to do with you. They had nothing to do with your heartbreak. They had nothing to do with how you grieve or how you process anything. They could have been, they could have had a great dream and been having the best day of their fucking life. And here you come being a sociopath, a narcissist, thinking the whole fucking world revolves around you. And you decide that you're going to take your life, but you're taking six people with you. And then they lose their lives and you're still here. Don't be in the, don't be in the fucking courtroom crying tears. I don't want to see that shit. I do not want to see that shit. The decision you made affected other people to an, an, an exponential amount because not only are they not here, people that love them are not, not the people that love them are still here having to grieve with that. And they have to look at your little stupid ass in the courtroom crying because you made a dumb decision and you still here to, to, to tell the tale. You should be put under the jail. I mean, that's school shooter energy to me. And that's why I feel it like is. it's interesting it to is. me. People, people are awfully quiet about this situation because to me, like, we could scream about all the school shooters out here, but that's school shooter energy to me. When these school shooters go and do what they do, oh, y'all be in an uproar for two weeks, you know, on some mental health tip, on some white boys crazy shit. Like, but come on, man. You talking about a system. <laughs> Just running into the dog. That shit need to something something ain't right, bro. 
And that, and that's just one story. It's like shit be happening so much. I didn't forgot about other stories, but I've seen some more crazy shit that didn't happen. And I'll I be waiting. I'm like, let me see if this shit catch fire. Let me see if people really going to give a fuck. Because motherfuckers don't blink an eye. Wanna 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 oh you know the dude I told you about the nappy from nappy roots, you know what yeah. I'm saying he he had to, he had the store in Atlanta. Boy, the boy the boy basically get kidnapped and killed because they were basically trying Wait, to hold him. He was killed. Yeah, he died. Oh, I didn't know he died. Am I tripping? What you know? I thought I posted he died. I seen I seen the I seen the, the the blog you posted. I didn't I didn't know he died. Yeah, they, they got him from that. they got him from the store. Um they they, they basically hog tied him. He got away, tried to run, and they shot him dead. Am I right? I'm not, I know I ain't tripping. Nappy Roots members fish scale shot during a robbery and, and kidnapping. Atlanta. Yeah, that was the name. Was it a liquor store or something like that? A brewing, a brewing company. Mm. If he's still alive, that'd be nice. I didn't follow up. It has been hard. It has not been established at what point Scales, real name Melvin Adams, was shot during the ordeal. However, police said he escaped on foot to a home in a nearby Hapville. Adams is currently recovering at Grady Memorial Hospital. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you ain't hear a peep about it. And you Not at all. Know. Remember when you text me about it, I was like, "What?" And then I seen your, I think your your blog posted later that night, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is what he was talking about, Bruh. One of your own people. You just you just doing business more than likely in a predominantly black area, and they almost take your life because that you Atlanta, you just, Atlanta is big on trying to give back. Killer Mike, Two Chains, Nappy Roots, like they. Atlanta's big on trying to make this uh, make it a better neighborhood. It's safe to say that he just they just they were some bad shooters because look and I, and I and the reason this was important to me is same thing with Quando Rondo. It's, it, bullets flying so much, so many strays going around. They thought he was dead. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They thought he got shot because somebody that was near him got shot. It's like what we like these things. They're just blips, but the minute. A nigga really do some wrong because I, I don't know what Quando Rondo was doing, but I, I think the um, Nappy Roots is a better example because it's like, hey man, for, for as far as I'm concerned, he just got a brewing company, like you said. What, unless he's doing business with the mob, what? Why does he deserve to have his life taken? Why does Why does he need to be tied up in a car, kidnapped, and gun and basically gunned down? And all he's trying to do is provide a, it's, it's an honest living. Even with these rappers, I don't care about the, what these rappers talk about. These rappers, they don't deserve to be dying like they dying. This shit isn't cool. And, and, and you don't you don't hear about the shit, bro. It's like, oh, you, you, you see it? It's a blip. It's gone. But the minute some police brutality shit happened and the minute they want to take your attention away from shit that really matter, everybody up in arms. Oh, yo, nigga. Police ain't supposed to be beating niggas up no more than niggas supposed to be killing niggas. Facts. You, the school. I, I seen a video earlier where the, it was three police officers whooping this man ass. Yeah, and in Chicago. Sudden, they I realized think. that was they was being recorded. <laughs> it was like, oh, yep. let's get this shit right. It's not. It's not right. It's not. It's, motherfuckers going into a school shooting up innocent kids ain't right. No. A chick driving driving down and mowing down innocent people. It's not right. But we are not well. We are an unwell society. 
motherfuckers need to put the phones down, start really connecting with people in the most empathetic, loving way possible. And and a lot of this shit be solved because like everybody, it seems like everybody sees motherfuckers as competition now. That's why, you know, just to even tie it back to the therapist thing, I think a lot of people don't even go into therapy or a lot of their careers for genuine reasons anymore. People just looking for careers that get them validation online. I see chicks, you know, that are teachers and, and nurses and stuff, and like, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm genuinely proud, proud of them. But it's kind of like, man, I really hope that person has the passion that it takes to be a teacher and really cares about kids. I really ca- I really hope that this nurse or this doctor really cares about saving people. I really hope that they feel like they're, he- they're heroes that they're advertised as. I hope that they're not just doing this so they can be like, hey, look at me and my scrubs. Look at look at my ass. Look at how I look. Look how I look in this in this cute little classroom. Look how I decorated it. Are you teaching these kids anything worthwhile? Are you are you saving patients? Because going, going into education isn't one of those I'm gonna get rich in education fields. It it, it just doesn't happen. No, but it, it but once again, it, since everything seems to it, everything needs to be validated online, everything needs to be a flex. Everybody's in competition with each other. You know they, they're gonna find a way, and I feel like you know even with the with, with from 2017 with Teacher Bay, it's like. What's so hard about just getting into a career? And I mean, if you have a passion for modeling, that's cool. But what's so what's wrong with just getting into a career and actually enjoying it as it is in front of you? Does does everybody have to enjoy it with you? It's just I just think that the behavior of today is is not is not as productive as people think it is. Because if you if you're constantly in competition with people, you're constantly flexing. How much? How much how much are you really putting into that career to that profession? You know, is it are you putting more into making sure that everything looks aesthetically pleasing to social media? Or are you making sure that these kids know how to read these letters that you write that ain't supposed to be given to a kindergartner because the kindergartner can't read? Come on now. Come on now. Oh, oh no! I see, I see my nigga Jermaine. Shout out Jermaine. He put his son up there. I think he was in kindergarten. He was reading. He's reading pretty well. I'm telling you, a lot of kids ain't. A lot of kids in kid pre K and and depending on daycares they go to, they can set them up right. But kids, kids will struggle reading from about kindergarten to first grade. I, I just, I just remember. I know it. Yeah, and, but, and like, like I told you, I, I taught some kids in third grade who were struggling reading. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Come on, man. The, the the illiteracy rate in this country is pretty high, but it's 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 pretty nice. It's it's dope to hear that you know he's reading effortlessly. It it, it it's parenting, bro. It starts at home. It starts at home. You know, the, the man, this these school these public schools can only do so much, dog. I don't I don't expect much from these public schools, man. If you if if the morals and the and the educational standards aren't set under the roof where that child is. It, 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 it ain't going to matter, dog. But uh, anyways, man, that concludes 60 minutes. I believe it was, yeah, that concludes about 60 minutes. That was five topics. No, that was 50 minutes. Uh, yeah, that was five topics. Yeah, so, Little, so. Right at 50 minutes. Okay, so that's that's 10 minutes of death right there. That's a short one for y'all. Uh, I, I'm, I don't have any words of advice today. Like I said, we just finna, we, we just giving you this medium well steak. We just going to throw it at you, even though Jay ain't going to pay for it. But hey, <laughs> look. It, I, I, whenever I go order my steak, I say I need it. I need it medium plus. 
Like I, I, I need that. I needed to have some doneness. I can't have that that raw. No, you don't want no pink. No, I want some pink. Definitely. Okay, okay. <laughs> I want the pink. Oh, but, this. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want it to be a burger, but at the same time, I need to. I need that texture of that middle to be not not a little past rare. I need to be a little past rare. Okay, okay. I'm probably saying the wrong thing myself. I ain't, I, don't, I don't eat steak like that. I'm, I'm a country nigga, so at heart. Give me, a, give, me a, give me that chicken fried chicken at Texas Roadhouse. I'm good. I don't need no steak, man. <laughs> I know steaks be hidden, though. I, hey. You see me on meat. You see me on meatloaf before you see me on steak. Hey, I love a good steak, boy. I ain't gonna oh. hold you. Hey, bro. I, I, fuck, I fuck with it, man. Hey, man, if you, if you got it like that, you got it like that. <sighs> see, that we go. <laughs> Anyway, I am a bougie ass nigga. Let me hey, tell you. Man, I respect <laughs> it. I respect it. But then, hey, man, at the it's end of the day, man, <laughs> all y'all out there listening, y'all know where to find us, man. We everywhere. Y'all ain't ever there. Thank you, and you're welcome. <laughs> oh, no, I, let, 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 me, let me not do that, man. Do you have that words? That shit was fire, actually. No, that shit was fire. That's for the sign. This the fuck off. That shit was fire, boy. <laughs> drop a bar like that. And, uh, hang the phone up. Click. That's it. Nigga, clip my line. That's it. But you got words of advice? Or I don't want, I, I gotta ask. Because y'all ain't gonna listen to him. Bruh. And that's and that's thoughts what thoughts and prayers. That's it. And if they don't want they don't want to listen to you, they trying to get you banned because you're hurting their feelings. And then when you turn around trying to hurt their feelings and you surprised that they like, hey bitch, you don't deserve this job no more, man. Shit crazy out here, man. But anything, anyways, man, with that being said. This has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?